0: All right. <laughs> I was a when Gremlins was coming out. I remember my babysitter telling me about it. That uh, Steven Spielberg was making a new movie. I was about five, I guess five or six, and uh, I had to be old six or seven. Uh, I was 27, okay, but I still had a babysitter. No, she told me about Gremlins and just said it was Steven Spielberg, and he directed ET. And somewhere in my little head. I got the idea that he had remade et but had just basically changed out et for a gremlin and i explained that to people at school Mm -hmm. and my mom i remember going on and on about it i made up this whole thing that it was the exact same movie but et had been replaced with a gremlin (laughs) (laughs) so i was confused when i first watched it
1: Shall we start the show?
0: I figured we had. Yeah, that was the... I'm always running this show. Yeah. It's like... I just don't record all of it.
1: <laughs> right? Listeners, you're listening to another exciting episode of Chewing the Scenery Horror Movie Podcast. This is a podcast where we friends get together and talk about a horror movie, which we will spoil. But first, we'll talk about Recently Watched, which we will try not to spoil. Um... What do I usually say next time about the Moon Rays? Yeah. Yeah, we thank the Moon Rays for giving us us that song. Intro Creature Features at the top of the show. Uh, You can find the music on Amazon or Apple Music, where you can buy it digitally, or say hello to them on Facebook, where they are the Moon Dash Rays. And we are not professional critics. We're your hosts. I'm Richard. I'm here with Will. Good morning. And Jolien. Bonsoir. Yeah, you're right. Bonsoir. Because it's past, say, 5 p.m.
2: It's after midnight somewhere. (laughs)
0: <laughs> After midnight somewhere.
1: Uh, so, guys, um, you got any decent uh, recently watched?
0: Uh, yeah, I watched an excellent one.
1: Yeah? What was it, Will?
0: Robot Monster. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> now, I, what a I did watch that. Uh, Why? I haven't seen that in ages. I love Robot Monster. Robot Monster is my plan nine from outer space. Because mm. I find that it's... That's fair. A much more interesting story, if I can say that.
1: It's inept in a different way. Oh. One
2: is right because one is wrong.
0: (laughs) Attention extension. Uh, It was a cleaned up print and there were all sorts of things that I have never seen before. Like there's a uh, when he's talking into his view screen Roman uh, they put like a little filter on it so it looks like lights coming out of the screen but it's also back behind the screen too because it's coming off the side of the frame (laughs) oh weird uh yeah there were little things like that like where where did you see it uh i watched the uh the riff tracks version so they got it from somewhere it must have been pretty recent because most of the copies i've seen are they're not bad they're not totally uh you know copy of a copy or anything it's just the blacks and the whites i think the blacks are all washed out or hmm. uh
2: yeah because because it there's it, it like a 3d edition so it might be yeah well, the, the grays are often bad on old 3d
0: yeah that's true and this was just a 2d copy okay. i had it in 3d at one point yeah i've still got my old video
2: cassette yeah it's got the 3d glasses uh-huh
0: yeah i've got those <laughs> and uh i had one other what was the other one I can't remember, but it didn't work as well as uh, Robot Monster <laughs> because it was never a 3D movie and they kind of tried to make Robot Monster. Uh, no, the the one I actually watched that was really good was Last Night in Soho, which Julian oh, yeah. watched, mm. um, recommended it. So I kept it in the back of my head. And now I'm just, I hate Having all these streaming services and trying to find something to watch because you just keep, or at least I do, like just keep going. Like, mm. what else is on?
2: Yeah, I think it's on HBO now.
0: Well, yeah. So, uh, oh, is it now? I'm just like, cool. First, first thing I see that I wanted to watch, even the littlest bit, I turn it on. Yeah.
2: Because
0: I'm not going to go through an hour, right. you know.
2: Did you like it then?
0: I really liked it. I thought it was pretty good. Uh,. Um, we might talk about it. I almost picked Whoa. it for this week.
2: Hold on a sec. Hang on. Something's materializing.
1: <laughs> that was a good sound effect, wasn't it? Mm, I think it's just playing the movie that I was going to, like, tell you guys about. I'm like, yeah, I should put this up on my screen here. Oh. Uh,
0: I heard about, uh... I can't see it. A JFK made-for-TV movie from, like, 1980 what and i cannot remember the name of it
1: was everyone wearing leisure suits
0: i didn't i didn't see any pictures i just read a little blurb it was uh and i i want to say like oh god i can't remember who it was but the cast was crazy like they went (laughs) 180 degrees in the opposite direction like we'll cast a short fat Blonde guy for JFK, <laughs> and you know, we cast this six foot two actor as Oswald, just didn't look like him at all. Didn't so I want to see it. They say it's absolutely terrible.
1: Oh, that's Like if it was
0: made by machines who had never seen anything, they just got the name JFK, and
1: uh, they just put it into some sort of uh, assimilation uh, program. Just said,
0: Go, yeah, yeah,
1: generate a script. Generate a cast.
0: I'm so glad AI art is here. Mm. <laughs> I never have to touch a pen or a paintbrush ever again. <laughs> Finally, the robots are doing something important. Now if we can just get them to run religion, <laughs> it'll be
2: fantastic. Yeah, they could combine them all and make an ideal one that everyone's happy with.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. And they would follow it exactly. There would no be be no hypocritical robots that mm-hmm. are, you know molesting your laptop or something (laughs) (laughs) they live up to the ideals
1: so what
2: what are you watching then on your screen
1: oh it's not on now i backed out of it (laughs) okay i was trying to find uh either an imdb or a wikipedia page about uh this documentary i watched okay but we'll we'll circle back around to that
0: so uh yeah last night in soho was pretty excellent um I almost, at the very beginning, I was like, oh, there's, it's Edgar Wright. There's too much uh, music. (laughs) But at least he picked songs that you don't hear in every movie. So, uh, and Scylla Black was in it. Yeah. So that was always good. And they actually had someone, you know, up there performing as her. Right. Although they did imply that she was a prostitute at one point
2: well they they imply that they're all they've all been like enslaved
0: yeah so uh i don't think they meant it to sound that way but he his uh jack's little come on to to alley or whatever her other name was i can't remember now uh sandy um Was something like, uh, because they were talking about Scylla, and and he said, Well, everybody had to start somewhere, you know. She was willing to do what it took. Mm. And I assume, yeah, he's a liar, but I just was like, Hmm, would she have liked that? Would that. Yeah. (laughs) It was a little rougher than that, though. It was a little like, Huh, okay. But uh, yeah, it was was good. Um, uh, Fairly suspenseful had some creepy imagery mm-hmm. uh yeah i had a pretty good twist um yeah okay. cool liked it i recommend it
1: it's going on my list so far i've not it's
0: on the hbo
1: i've not gone terribly wrong you know following the uh, suggestions of the two of you except <laughs> the one we'll talk about tonight
0: robot yeah. monster I recommend it highly. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. We, we, Let's do it. We watched that one. Yeah. We, live, we, we did that
0: live watch, like our sixth show or something. Yeah.
1: We should just erase all of those old shows. And yes. Just start over.
0: <laughs> With but, a new name and a new topic? Sure. What kind of films will we talk about? Or maybe books.
1: Oh, uh, books. Can you read a
0: book in a week? No. Not well. No. Nope. Not unless it's about hungry caterpillars.
1: Yeah, I'm not able to... um...
0: This week's book, Gravity's Rainbow. Mm. (laughs) Only had a week to read it, so... My favorite book ever. I know. (laughs) (laughs) I I sold that, was his name, Zach Smith book I had. Oh, I love that book, but it was going for a lot of money, so...
1: Yeah, that's um, not something I could do. I just don't get enough time until it's... Late enough at night to where I fall asleep reading. <laughs> yeah, which is okay, you know. That means there's kinds of busy stuff happening in my life. That's okay. Anywho, Jolien, what about you? Recently watched?
2: Oh, right, I watched. Um, uh, well, we're getting into ghost season. All yeah. right, it is. Yes. Um. So, I watched uh, Sylvie et la Fantôme from 1946, Claude Aron Lara um, stars Odette Joyeux. and uh, this is the first feature film starring Jacques Tati. You know, it's not one of his films, but he's he's in he's it. Not. He plays the ghost. Oh. Um Julien Connette, um, who is in you know, a bunch of Jean Renoir films. Um delightful romantic ghost comedy. Um, I love these nineteen forties ghost films. Um they use um for the the ghost effects they use the pepper's ghost mm-hmm. trick throughout so it's like a, you've got the phantom and his dog and they so you know they've got the blacked out replica set right and then they've got the actual you know in camera set and so the ghost appears to be interacting with with things you know in you know it's all done in camera
0: yeah
1: yeah really you, nicely done you pretty oh, much nice. just need a pane of glass I think to catch the reflection and a forty-five degree angle or something. Yeah, yeah.
2: And, and brightly light the yeah. So so the ghost is in this like black set. Right. And then certain objects that he has to interact with are replicated. And then there's like a mirror at forty-five degrees. Yeah. And then his image appears interacting with the the other set. So you know when he's like touching people or picking up objects, it all has to be. Perfectly lined up. Yeah. It's It's a good trick.
1: Yeah. It's a cool illusion. And sometimes in your own house, you'll get essentially a Pepper's Ghost illusion with like where the TV sits near the sliding door. The Mm -hmm. dogs, once in a while, will see something on the TV. And if the lighting outside is just right and the lighting inside Mm. is just right, they freak out. Yes.
2: So I watched uh, the last broadcast from 1998 this is a found footage film that was it was made uh, while they were working on Blair Witch right um so this is about a live cable show from the Pine Barrens in New Jersey where they're in search of the Jersey Devil and uh they've done the show and one, one person has come out one person survives um so this this is a shot uh this is like a budget of nine hundred dollars and this is all done in you know desktop equipment oh man um the it made four million wow <laughs> um, yeah it, it's um, I, I found the storytelling very belabored and I found it mm-hmm. pretty boring as a whole i am mm. not a fan of the, these kinds of found footage where it just looks looks rubbish, yeah and you know that is meant to look rubbish and, and you know you only have
0: 900 bucks
2: yeah and you know you're not going to see a jersey devil in it cuz it's 900 dollars <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. no <laughs> nothing's going to show up
0: and it's always uh one kind of footage it's you know just we found a videotape it's not like the the curse the japanese one oh yeah where it's different right types of media or yes. telaview or television shows movies right you know so that i think adds to the found footage part yes um yeah if it's just like what they filmed the whole thing in mm-hmm. sequence and
2: <laughs> um i watched uh bodies 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 oh how was from it? this year directed by helena ring um uh emily found it very entertaining yeah um I wondered who it was for because it's basically about these Generation Z, Generation Z, yeah, rich, you know, privileged people. There's one poor character, and um, but uh, they're they're having this hurricane party where they they're in this like mansion up in the mountains, and there's going to be hurricanes. So they're shut in for a couple of nights, and Good setup. Uh, and they've just got cocaine and booze out the ears. And, um,
0: I've never seen this movie before. But I'm enjoying it so far. Yeah.
2: Um so they have this like who done it game and uh called Body Bodies Bodies Bodies, and where one of them's at random is picked to be the murderer, and then they turn off all the lights and someone's supposed to get killed and then the rest of them figure out who it is. And then someone is actually, actually killed dies and, and so didn't see that twist coming. Yeah. Um so the characters think it's like a whodunit or a slasher. I'm not telling you if it is. Okay. uh um, it's really well done, uh, nicely directed and performed, and the photography is really cool. And uh, I found it, you know, it was a bold idea. Um, the soundtrack's cool. It's got, you know, Disasterpiece does the soundtrack, and it's got like a whole bunch of, you know, mostly female musicians mm-hmm. doing the songs. You know, a lot of British stuff, and. Um, uh, you know, and mostly women making it, you know, the uh behind the camera. Um yeah, really well done, but it's the thing that really irritated some audiences is um you're stuck with the these horrible people for the entire movie. There's no one in it is like you think the poor girl is gonna be
0: nice or yeah the the, nice
2: one she's like the straightest one of them all but (laughs) yeah i won't tell you what happens anyway um so she's played by uh maria bakalova who is in the second borat movie oh okay she's right amazing in that movie
1: yeah she plays the uh daughter
2: yeah she's the one that like giuliani
1: Yeah.
2: yeah does terrible things with um and uh amanda stenberg is really good in this as well um but you know all the cast is good um if you've seen a certain horror comedy from like 12 years ago i won't tell you what it is but it's the same twist
1: mm, okay
2: um yeah but uh pretty enjoyable but also very irritating <laughs> <laughs> and then uh i watched a documentary called scream queen from three years ago yeah, this one is about um,
1: Scream Comma Queen.
2: Mark Patton yeah. from um Freddy's Revenge. Uh it's got lots of strong stuff in it. You know, it goes into uh you know what was happening in eighty five with the AIDS and homophobia. Um so it's it's quite upsetting. Um, especially if you've, you know, lost friends to AIDS. Um and uh so that that was really uh hard to watch. Um, but it's got all this strong stuff and, and this, like, personal journey narrative going on and, you know, it sets out to be this rags-to-riches-to-rags-to-riches story and it uh, kind of shoehorns stuff in to make it work. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, at the centre of it is this, like, really weak movie.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's not a good movie. No. I, I can see how you'd find value in it.
0: Yeah, if you're starving in the desert, a cracker tastes, you know, fantastic. exactly. So you're seeking out anything you can identify with, and you're like, I guess Nightmare on Elm Street 2 is the
2: closest I'm getting. (laughs) Yeah, oh, dear. But yeah. that was up.
1: Yeah, I, I kind of want to challenge that thing people keep referring to Nightmare 2 as the gayest horror movie ever made. No. I don't think so. There's... There's horror movies with way more gay stuff in them.
0: Yeah, definitely. You know? uh, Bride of Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. There you go. <laughs> Anything by James Whale. Yeah. Just just off the top of my right. head. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. it all went over my head when I was younger. Oh, yeah. Those it's, characters didn't, I didn't read that way at all. Yeah. But now it's like, wow.
1: <laughs> yeah. So a lot of those movies, oh, that guy's just kind of foppish, whatever, you know. But it it's it's so funny. <laughs> that as as we hear a lot, you know, things are coded or whatever or they're supposed to be read a certain way. But I want to say that there's movies that are a little more overt because there's plenty of overt stuff in Nightmare on Elm Street Part 2. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's got to be other movies where it's just overt and what are you going to do about it? You know, let's maybe I'll make that an assignment for myself.
0: The gayest horror movie you can find.
1: Yeah yeah all right I mean we could it doesn't have to be any kind of a contest we just gotta you know (laughs) we should should listeners it's kind of like that time I said you know what we gotta find out the first time someone did the
0: the mirror gag
1: yeah the mirror gag with the medicine cabinet yeah
0: everybody hates that one on dread
1: ugh
0: and I wanna ask like when's that first happened Mm. nobody's brought it up what's the earliest one can you remember what
2: the earliest one was we found (sighs)
0: No, not off the top of my head, but I want to say it was from, like, early 70s. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah.
1: It's so played out now that they use it as a fake. Yes. Uh-huh. They build up the expectation <laughs> that it's going to happen. Right. Yeah. Th- then they deliver. They'll do
0: that for a while, and then they'll switch it back and actually, you know, have it the yeah. old way.
1: Yeah.
2: Well, they do the, like, the, someone's opened a fridge door. Yeah,
0: and they're behind that, yeah.
1: They appear. Yeah, that works best if you're just, like, loading your arm up with a bunch of snacks you're going to eat, then you just get murdered instead.
0: (laughs) (sighs) That's what you get for breaking your diet.
1: What else you got, Julian?
2: That was my recently watched for this week.
1: All right, cool. Um, For me, because it was leading up to Thanksgiving, also known as... Uh, the day after JFK was killed, (laughs) no, no, it was a week. He got killed two days. Yeah. Yeah. It was two days. Um, This year anyway. I don't know. It wasn't, he was killed on a Friday. So, so it was a week just shy of a week before, but, uh, usually. Yeah. I
0: almost texted you on the 22nd, (laughs) but then I didn't know quite what to say. Yeah. Happy assassination day. That doesn't ring well.
1: No, it doesn't. You know what kind of desserts do you make for a thing like that?
0: (laughs) I don't know something with blackberries or raspberries inside it. So (laughs) that's probably it. Looks bloody. Some sort of blackberry pie. I would go with. Okay.
2: Gift certificate. Baked in the shape of
0: (laughs) JFK's head. Yes. (laughs) Um, So (laughs) tickets to the book depository.
1: When uh, when I was normally when november rolls around i'm kind of thinking like "Ah, i've seen all the jfk documentaries and you know uh whatever uh biopics or whatever you want to call them i've seen them all
2: and you know
0: how they end
1: yeah they all sort of end the same way i want one where it's like you know they sneak jfk out the back way
0: yeah he Uh, fell out the bottom of the of the limousine into a secret tunnel underground mm-hmm. yeah, yeah he was been living out his life in Mexico as a radio DJ
1: oh that'd be great
0: <laughs> I mean that's tr- all true but it was only it was Elvis
1: mm. yeah well um, I decided that since I've seen all of them I would rewatch one of them that I remembered it being a little fast and loose and maybe it maybe it wasn't as bad well not bad but Maybe it was a little more on point or maybe paced a little better than I remembered. So I rewatched Who Killed JFK? The Conspiracies. And this is going through point by point all the different conspiracies people have uh, to explain how and why JFK was assassinated. And I've always kind of leaned toward the mafia slash Cuba.
0: Slash haberdashery.
1: Yes the, big, yes, the
0: haberdashers. We've discussed this. Yes. Haberdashers killed him because he didn't wear a hat. Yes. As killed you,
1: their industry. Yes, big <laughs> hat. Makes as
0: much sense as anything. Big
1: hat. <laughs> 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 Yes, yes, you can't trust big hat. No, you can't trust the, any
0: big anything. Big hat, <laughs> big fridge, telling you to refrigerate your food after you're cooking. Don't leave it out all night. That's such uh, bullshit. Nonsense. Exactly.
1: <laughs> so uh, this goes through, I think, five or six different uh, theories and people making the case for those theories or people, you know, raising their hands saying, it was me, I did it. They got the one guy who's in prison who says he delivered the kill shot. Uh, He doesn't seem trustworthy. No. (laughs) Strangely, a guy in prison for other murderous stuff isn't the guy we're going to believe. But
0: this Woody Harrelson's dad.
1: No, no. But uh, Woody's dad did have a little freak out where they were going to arrest him. And he said, you better not shoot me because I got information (laughs) about how we killed Kennedy. Yeah. (laughs) I
0: think I have that book. I'll yeah. bring it to you. It's the same title. I, I imagine it's, it's some little trashy paperback thing.
1: Yeah, this, uh, this one is worth a. It's worth a watch if you just want to entertain all the different possibilities.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: So I liked it better on the second watch. I didn't dislike it on the first watch, but maybe I've seen a lot of these things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm. They
0: all start running together, and then you realize Bigfoot killed him. that's why nobody could you know
1: as we've discussed catch him because
0: he he can just disappear yeah you can't trust bigfoot no bigfoot yep telling you (laughs) to wear shoes warning you about hookworm it's all a lie it's all
1: nonsense give Uh, your
0: money to bigfoot
1: (laughs) and because i always watch night of the living dead several times leading up to halloween well just throughout the year i'll watch it like every six or eight weeks just because um because nothing else is good and nothing else is on usually is the reason. Uh I, I decided that it had been a couple of years since I watched the remake uh mm. with Tom Savini directing.
2: Yeah.
1: So I went ahead and watched the nineteen ninety Night of the Living Dead, directed by Tom Savini. Now this one's good. They they do really kind of subvert some of your expectations going into it. Cause you're like, yeah, I know who's okay. Who's going to do what or how or why. And they switch a bunch of stuff around, which yes. I think is great. So, um, this, uh, had, um, John Russo and Russ Streiner producing, which was pretty cool. And for anyone who hasn't watched it in a long time, you may have forgotten Tony Todd mm-hmm. plays, yep. plays Ben. Which is amazing, because he had already played Candyman at this point. Mm. Oh, okay. And so he's on screen. That's kind of a risk for the the movie makers to say, hey, let's just grab Candyman and put him in this thing. But that's not what they're thinking. They're thinking, let's grab a really good actor Mm -hmm. and put him in this thing. Or
0: they're thinking... (laughs) Tony Todd is cheap enough, we can afford him for our movie and still have budget left over for other stuff, namely cocaine.
1: <laughs> and lots of gallons and gallons of blood. Now, yes. I like Tony Todd as an actor.
0: Oh, uh, no, I, I do too. I like Tony <laughs> Todd. I'm always glad to see him in something.
1: Yeah, he has a presence, if nothing else. Um, I could have asked a lot of questions. I had a booth right next to his sister. Yeah. at uh, Terry Todd. Uh, No Tina Todd Uh, (laughs) No I think Tessa Todd (laughs) You're getting closer (laughs) Uh, No Teresa Todd I think think Monique is her name
0: That doesn't start with a T
1: She's a pro wrestler She's also been in some movies Huh Anyway um...
0: Claims to be Tony Todd's brother or sister
1: (laughs) Well I didn't ask I didn't even bring up the subject Because I thought you know It's not about that right now She's, she's got her own stuff going on and I have my stuff going on. And, uh, if it, if the subject came up, remember
0: okay. that time when your brother was in night of the living dead remake. <laughs> that was cool. What that was, was so cool. What was that what, like? What for was you? that like?
1: <laughs> yeah. What was it like for you? <laughs> Anywho? Um, yeah, this one, uh, the, the cast you, okay. You expect Barbara to completely melt down and malfunction and not be able to do anything. But in this one, she she freaks out a little at first, but then bounces back, and uh, and uh, that is Patricia Tallman who uh, who plays Barbara. She is just fantastic.
2: Yeah,
1: um, she's been in uh, Star Trek and Babylon Five stuff as well. So uh, you know she got to do some TV after this. <laughs> but I thought, as a strong female lead in a movie, she was fantastic. Um, she rose to the occasion, whereas. Barbara in the original one didn't understandably melted down and kind of stayed that way.
2: Uh, She's, she's more like, I imagine I would be (laughs) (laughs) if these things happened.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think if these zombies were fast in, in either one of those movies, it would have just been awful. You know, it's better that they're lumbering. Mm. Uh, The, the part in the, in the uh, cemetery at the beginning is just a lot creepier in a way because you see the guy who's lost his mind and he's the funeral director or undertaker or or whatever. He's like, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. Ah!" And he just kind of, they're like, what's this dude's problem. And then you see his hearse and an open coffin and a graveside situation where it's like, Oh, uh, something's wrong here. And all of a sudden here's this dude attacking and then another one rolls up and, and what's really kind of weird about that is, uh, the way they have like the suit that just is sort of open in the back, like a hospital gown and it's just mm. sort of tied on him Yeah, <laughs> and he's just lumbering toward them. Yeah. Oh, it's terrible. It's like, uh, you don't want to think about all that creepy stuff about how they bury people. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, as this one goes, um, the rednecks are a lot more stereotypical and a lot worse which I don't doubt some of that would actually happen. I don't know what Pennsylvania's like. I've never been there. But I've heard they've got some pretty good hillbillies there.
0: Yeah, they're right next to West Virginia and Kentucky.
1: Yeah, it's the same kind of region. So
0: that southern, southeastern part of, of Pennsylvania.
1: Yeah. Well, without spoiling it, there are some... Different things that are done that get you to the ending. and uh...
0: Where everybody lives. Because they really (laughs) subverted your expectations. It ends with a big uh, dance routine right out of a a Bollywood movie.
2: The zombies don't eat you. They're just bringing casseroles over.
0: They're giving you hugs. (laughs) Uh...
1: They're
0: telling you it's going to be all right. You want to go get a coffee or
1: something? <laughs> they're great. So this one, uh, yeah, I, I recommend it. If people have not seen this one, you should. Um, Russ Streiner does show up as uh, Sheriff McClelland. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't know that that's Russ Treiner, Uh the guy who played uh, Johnny in the original. So, yeah, they're dead. Mm-hmm. They're all messed up.
0: I'd pair this up for a... Uh, uh, you know, a uh, double bill of uh, this and the, uh... God damn. Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I kept wanting to say pod people, and I was like, no, pod <laughs> people's a totally different movie. <laughs>
1: yeah, well,
0: um... Because <coughs> I think that one was 90 or 91.
1: That remake? Yeah, yeah. And it has the
0: same sort of feel. Body Snatchers, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Body, Body Snatchers. Snatchers
1: was a re-remake, because... We had the one from the 50s. Then we had the one that from the, the 70s. That was the original.
0: And then, yeah, we had Donald mm-hmm. Sutherland. Yeah. Which is a really good remake. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I like that one.
0: And I just, I don't remember the, the one in the 90s being There's one called terrible. The Faculty,
2: which is basically Body Snatchers. Yeah. yeah. That was good.
0: That was a good one. Yeah, there was another one with uh, Donald Sutherland called uh, Puppet Masters. Oh yep. yes, yes. Okay.
1: Yeah, that's where they're kind of stingray-looking things that uh-huh. would attach to your back, which
0: was just a ripoff of uh... brain damage.
1: No, with no, the, no. With earlier, the <laughs> way earlier
0: than that, there's a, a Roger Corman film. Uh, what it, is it It called? conquered the world. It conquered the world. Yeah, they have little stingrays that fly around and sting you on the back of the neck.
2: Oh, but wasn't Puppet Masters a Heinemann story? I don't know how how old the story is,
0: yeah, I don't know. I never read it, so Hmm. I think it's sort of like that, but I could be wrong.
1: I think I'm due for some uh body snatchers remake uh rewatches, some remake rewatches,
0: watch all three of them,
1: yeah, why not?
2: yeah, I think the faculty's on h b o if you want to
0: oh cool oh, yeah, so they that's conquered uh the earth you could probably fine too I've got it yeah <laughs>
2: of course you do I love it
0: yeah it's a good one I like uh, I don't know there's some good scenes in there. yeah you've got even... a Paul
2: Blaisdell monster and yeah Lee Van Cleef Dick Lee... Miller
0: yeah and uh is it Be- it Peter Graves Garland? or James or Ur- Ness I can't remember I think it's Peter Graves and then yeah Beverly Garland is his wife mm-hmm. and she's pretty good in anything yeah I like her. Um, Yeah.
1: So that's it for my recently watched. All right. Uh, Shall we talk about Sting of Death? Yes. All right.
0: I picked this. Yeah. Proudly picked this. Yeah, this one has... I mentioned it last week or last episode.
1: This has everything you want in a regional horror movie, doesn't it? Just about. (laughs) Except for a samurai... (laughs)
0: Yeah, if if the stingray had been a samurai, no, the big uh, inflatable head. Oh my god. Uh Yeah, I I can swap out a samurai suit for something that's got a big inflatable head that's kind of smeared with mud or something so you can't really see the guy inside.
1: Now, this one's 80 minutes long. Is that too that's, short or is that No. Okay, for a movie this Caliber, this quality. I believe a
0: movie should be over seventy-five minutes. Yeah, you know, we talking about eighty-two minutes. Yeah, because Roger Corman will fit. That's right. Three canisters. So yeah, eighty-two minutes. That's right.
1: Yep, it'll fit in three film cans. Yeah. So
0: eighty-two minutes. It's perfect length.
1: Yeah, and some listeners may you make them too long. I
0: can't show them as many times in a day as I'm a theater. If I'm a theater owner.
1: You don't want Ishtar or some crap that's like two and a half hours long. That's nonsense. Gandhi. They had to have an intermission for that one. Yeah,
0: like, what do you got to say? I hear Terrifier 2 is like two and a half hours long. Why? I don't know. It sounds awful. Have you seen the first one? I have not.
1: Okay, let me just tell you this without But I heard the
0: acting. It's fantastic.
1: Yeah, I mean, sure. Okay, you've got a a evil murderous clown Uh murdering people Uh in in very gory ways. Uh Um, And that's it. You don't need more than 90 minutes to tell any story you put that clown in. So, you know, unless... What if it
0: was a drama?
1: Well, sure, if Mm -hmm. it's a drama.
0: Yeah. And he only stabs one person at the end. Yeah, then... And you wait the whole movie for him to kill. And it's just a bunch of talking yeah. and walking. Walking and talking. It's <laughs> from original Roger Corman cool. script.
1: Yeah, yeah that big middle part where nothing happens.
0: <laughs> As opposed to the beginning and the end. <laughs> Very little happens.
1: <laughs> well, this one is... Um, is it a 1965 or a 66? S-
0: 66. Okay, yeah. Uh, the box is 65. The movie itself, I think, says 65. But every release thing I've seen says 66.
1: Yeah. That's, that's the prevailing... It
0: was because it was released 1965 on December 31st.
1: If we're to trust Wikipedia... <laughs> and,
0: and at midnight, near midnight, so it crossed over to the next day. So it was two years. Mm.
1: They claim October 17th, 1965. And if it were that date, it would make sense that... The people who made this are like, we've got the coolest, we got the best thing ready to go for Halloween. Mm. Everyone's going to go see this. We're going to make so much money. Um, I don't see any box office on this, so I can't really say whether they did or they didn't.
0: This didn't go down in real theaters. No. and It certainly didn't open nationwide on the same day. Yeah, it was just
2: tour around.
0: Yeah, just exactly. Know. This went to drive-ins all yeah. over the south and then ratty copies went to the rest, you know, later. Yeah. You'd be lucky if you saw this in Washington or something.
1: Yeah, th- this one uh it it really does look like they knew what they were doing like, hey, we're we're just putting a bunch of people we were able to talk into doing this into a movie that we're not going to really pay them anything. And uh we're certainly not going to spend any money on the monster.
0: Yeah, this one was maybe a tad too polished for my taste in regional <laughs> horror. There were These people were actual actors. The director had done actual directing work. some experience with photography.
1: Uh huh, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't all like blown out and grainy and weird. Yeah, the like, color uh, is the, great. The yeah.
2: Arrow did a restoration a couple of years ago. It looks really good. Yeah. It just looks like, uh, you know, one of those collections of 60s motel postcards.
0: Uh huh, yeah. You
2: know, everyone in it looks like they could just step into one of those photos where they're just like, glumly pointing to some really <laughs> bland scenery
0: <laughs> a yeah. palm tree
2: yes a, a bed
1: <laughs> Ooh. yeah this uh this could have certainly in maybe in a different time in a different way could have been a lot more of an exploitation film they chose to just exploit women to a certain extent and kind of draw the line. You
2: see lots of wiggly butts. Yeah. It's kind of like one of the
0: beach party movies. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what it reminded me of.
1: Yeah, they, they didn't go terribly far with that, which was um, disappointing. Disappointing in a way, yeah. Because you kind need of want more wiggling. Yeah, you want a movie like this to just really lean into the wiggling. I
0: it's- don't know. This movie has Do the Jellyfish in it, mm-hmm. which is. An awful, awful song paired with a really stupid dance. It is It is a really... The guy like gets down and he was like, what the hell is he doing? <laughs> the
2: guy's like, he's
0: just leaning forward. That's all he does.
2: Yes. It looks like one of those Peanuts dances, you know, That's from the fun. Peanuts Christmas <laughs> Where special. arms don't move. Yeah, he's just like, he's just vaguely wobbling backwards and forwards.
0: It's exactly how I dance. Yeah, yeah. I can do that. Yeah, yeah you just
1: watch that Charlie Brown Christmas special and... I hear the music now. <clears throat> yeah. And speaking of wiggly asses, hey, it's Violet. Hey,
0: Schultz's 100th birthday today. Oh, really? Yeah.
1: yeah. Wow. I wish he had made it to at least
0: I mean, he 99. died like 22 years ago. So.
1: Yeah. Uh, but speaking of wiggly butts, um, if you watch uh, Merry Christmas, Charlie Brown, or whatever, or Charlie Brown Christmas, whatever the actual title of it is, when they do that dance scene while they're down, you know, rehearsing for the uh, school play, Violet really shakes her ass in that in that scene. You'll see what I mean when you watch it. I think you mean Coca
0: Cola's Charlie Browns. <laughs> it's Christmas, or Charles Schultz. It's Christmas, Charlie Brown. Yeah, yeah. The commercial. Yep. Goes against everything that <laughs> Spot was about.
1: Yep. Uh, yeah that that was <laughs> that was uh, really under the gun to get finished on time. Yeah, there's a whole story behind that. That's super interesting. But uh,
0: were there any uh, jellyfish men originally in that? Uh, no. Because that's what Charlie Brown's lacking.
1: But the guy the in jellyfish the jellyfish men—you could see some of the ankle of the guy in the Snoopy suit.
0: See, I wondered. <laughs> Uh, if the guy in the suit was supposed to be a total jellyfish or just a man in a jellyfish costume.
1: Who's killing people? Who's killing people? I started wondering that too, but then I, I thought, you know what? The, They're not that clever.
0: He's going to be an actual jellyfish.
1: One of the earlier sequences, you can see the belt
0: on the suit. Oh yeah, you can mm-hmm. see the,
2: like, the joins with the scuba, you know, and he's, he's wearing his like, uh, frog
0: yeah, he's got the flippers on. Flippers, that yeah, yeah. You see the straps on and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, you think at first it's just a guy in a yeah in a wet suit be, killing it's people. It's gonna be a Scooby Doo situation. Yeah, exactly. But no,
1: that's not that's not how they're playing it. Which it would have worked better. Would it? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing would have made this better. I not, mean, not making the movie would have made it better. Uh,
0: no, no, this movie deserves to be there. It's,
1: okay, did they have compromising pictures of Neil Sedaka? How do they get a guy with hit songs to write something?
0: I think he'd fallen on hard times.
1: He's like, oh, hit songs. Oh, I thought you wanted me to yeah, write a this shit like, song.
2: He'd, he'd had like his really big songwriting days, and then he had this like really slow period, and then in the 70s he came back.
0: Yeah, so <laughs> he wrote this when he was doing ads, and they just had enough money yep and gave him an afternoon to write something yeah
2: write some write a song about jellyfish
0: they, you know Neil. evidently he didn't know it was for this movie. He didn't know anything about the movie other than they wanted a song about a jellyfish.
2: He came through it's he great. came through, yeah <laughs> it's my favorite bit
0: it is the <laughs> dance is great I, more movies need dancing i li-
2: I like in that they're like it's bright daylight, they've got a clear pool, and it went into this pool. It's this guy dressed as a giant jellyfish. No one sees him. No. He, he just so, drops in. Did you see something? No.
0: No. Nah. The, the girl who dives in the first victim, well, the first victim of the, of the group of friends, uh, she dives into the pool, doesn't see it. She gets killed, and nobody notices her either floating around on the, <laughs> on yeah. the surface of the pool with blood coming
1: out. Yeah, they notice when it's convenient to the story but not in the broad daylight in the obvious floating dead in the pool kind of way. Yeah. I did like the record player though. It kind of flipped down out of a box like a suitcase looking box. Oh yeah, yeah. That was really cool. And we're to believe that the do the jellyfish record is it exists like mm-hmm. on vinyl.
0: Oh, I wish it was available in the in the lobby. <laughs> At the
1: theater. Right. <laughs> the pool house was cool. And you mentioned before also that they're supposed to be in the middle of nowhere, but you can see the... The, the
0: power lines and then the other houses sometimes. Yeah. 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 But whatever.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, you see palm trees in Halloween, so... Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, exactly. All kinds of tropical foliage. So,
0: I yeah. think the toucans were the most out of place in Halloween. <laughs> or maybe it was the spider monkeys. I was, don't know, but
1: it was the flock of flamingos that flew over during the killings. <laughs> uh, so what was, uh, okay. I had to look this up and, and I'll tell you why. Uh, there's one part where they show the lake and you see these so-called jellyfish floating in there. They're attacking. Uh, yeah. They're just floating around aimlessly attacking. Hmm. Um, I was quite convinced it was super elastic bubble plastic by Whammo. <laughs> now, for anyone under 100 years old listening to this, uh, back in the 70s, there was this tube of stuff that you could get that came with a straw, and you would put about a pea sized glob of, of the goop onto the end of the straw and blow it into a bubble. And it would have all kinds of uh marbleized color to it, like a bunch of different colors kind of marbled together and it uh if you closed it off properly, it was like a bubble, but kind of a skin uh pretty useless as a toy. so I had to look this up like those things looked like super elastic bubble plastic by Whammo, who gave us all kinds of other goofy toys, some of which were dangerous, like click clacks were basically bolos made of acrylic. Oh yeah. Yeah, you remember click clacks? Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Um, they were about a foot long, a pair of foot long strings with uh, about inch and a half, two inch acrylic balls on the end, and the idea was to clack them, and then They're,
0: you they were on a stick, so they'd go up and hit right. top and bottom. But yeah. you very quickly learned that you could hit other kids with those <laughs> balls
1: or wind them up and throw them just like bullos. Yeah. 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 So, uh, they originally weren't on a stick. They were just a ring. Oh, okay, and it was yeah, a lot more right. dangerous, but then they started putting them on a stick with like little radi, you know, radiating arm from the stick. So the ball,
0: but it still hurt kids. Cause you just whip them with it, whip them. And then get those balls to snap together on someone's <laughs> hand. It hurt. <laughs>
1: Yeah. <laughs> that's how we grew up man yeah so uh whammo made it was this all crap about
0: trying to hurt other kids
1: <laughs> should should we uh just for the listeners to understand when i say mm. that this was some dangerous you know like we rode in the back of cars with no seat belts like the car some of the older cars didn't have any seat belts in them mm. and that's how we rode around uh it was dangerous (laughs) times
2: throwing your lawn darts at people oh yeah Yeah, i I have
1: yeah i have lawn darts here at the house um chemically the bubbles contained polyvinyl acetate dissolved in acetone with ethyl acetate plastic fortifiers added the acetone evaporated upon bubble inflation leaving behind a solidified plastic film of course it also emitted noxious fumes and if you were blowing on the straw and happened to inhale, you were inhaling these fumes. So this is perfect for a bunch of little kids to be playing with. Mm-hmm. And when I say little kids, we were like four, five, six years old when we were playing with this crap. And, uh, and
0: you know some kids ate it.
1: Oh, yeah, undoubtedly. So, and died. Uh, this stuff was not around before probably the early 1970s. So it certainly isn't what was floating in the I room.
0: thought they were just tra- or sandwich bags with a rubber band around them filled with air yeah, and some other colored plastic inside.
1: Someone dipped them in some paint or something.
0: They were very very clearly actual Portuguese man of wars. Uh, Men of war. Man of war?
1: Batman of war.
0: Batman? No, I think it's Batman's.
1: Batmans of war. Batmans of war. Yes.
0: I had a stroke that sounds like...
1: (laughs) Uh, So the plot (laughs) There's
0: a jellyfish man There's some college girls There's a professor And uh, a couple of assistants Egon Egon, (laughs) who's great Because he's both a mad scientist And a hunchback (laughs) A hunchback (laughs) Who sometimes has a bad eye, sometimes doesn't Yeah, what was his deal? all All the
2: university kids are incredibly cruel to him
0: Oh yeah, they're just like, and not just like teasing him. They were like, oh yes, yeah. had out awful to him. The only yeah. the the daughter of the scientist is, is nice like, to stop him. Stop it, stop it. Yeah, she she's nice to him to a point.
2: <laughs> yeah, but then then as soon as he's gone, they just party and she's fine.
0: Uh huh. I think she she says oh at one point she says. Oh guys, you shouldn't have made fun of him mm-hmm. or something. You hurt his feelings. So like no, they knocked him down
2: and were beating on him. Yeah, they're practically telling him to go off and kill himself. Yeah. So as far as so, they know, he he has.
0: He is uh No, you you would go, that's the kind of nut that's gonna turn himself into a giant jellyfish. Yes. We have seen this story again and again. <laughs> yeah, he probably ten years had an later. arrest record. <laughs> there were warning signs, red flags. You mm-hmm. know, talked about jellyfish all the time and how he could make a big one.
2: And he he, can, he
0: sneaks around a lot, doesn't he?
1: Uh huh. Yeah.
0: He, he, He's got a facial disfigurement. Right. That's definitely evil. Evil.
1: Mm-hmm. He was just one goatee short of the the full Monty on that. Yeah. Okay, um, Egon has an underwater um, lair, like this. Yes, you swim underwater and you pop up in this cave lair, super cool laboratory.
0: I kept expecting a giant killer leech to come up at some point and go, "Oh, sorry, <laughs> wrong, wrong, wrong secret lair." Right, we're too over.
1: <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, he forces uh, Egon forces Karen to swim. Into his uh, laboratory lair with him. Yeah. And starts showing off his pet Manowar. And uh, uh, he's got some equipment there that transforms him into a monster. Yeah. And back, it wears off?
0: He appears to use the machine to turn himself in or turn himself back. Okay. Uh, That's what I got out of
1: it. Is that what you got, Jolien? I can't remember. Okay.
0: Cuz he's he swims in or well you don't know where he is, but he's the jellyfish man and he puts his head down in this fog that's coming out of this box and then he lifts yeah. up his head and he's normal.
1: So was there any explanation to where um what what wraps the movie up? Uh the machine exploding?
0: Uh yes, at the very beginning uh, oh no, that's the radio. You see, I was going to say this gets damaged. I don't know that you ever see anything with that machine. Nobody's ever said that's you know going to explode. That's a fire hazard. It's like the boiler. you should turn that off when you're not using
1: it. It's that's like the boiler in The Shining.
0: Yeah, kind
1: of. <laughs> didn't let the pressure out of it, so it exploded. Well, it 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 kills him, and uh, and and uh, in turn kills the jellyfish man. Because he is one and the same. Uh, That's kind of a duh ending, isn't it?
0: (laughs) Well, they have the fight with the... uh, The guy has a flare. And the jellyfish man is the jellyfish man. And they kind of circle around one another. Yeah, fighting
1: underwater. No,
0: what? well, they're fighting in the lair, and they're oh, just okay. walking around the the hole.
1: Oh, he brings the flare from under the water up uh-huh, with him. Okay, yeah. that's what I was. Remembering. And they he
0: just—he kind of lunges it at the jellyfish man, but it looks pretty weak. Like he doesn't really want to burn the poor actor <laughs> or damage the inflatable head. <laughs> they've got other scenes to shoot. Mm-hmm. If we lose that head, we're
1: sunk, <laughs> right? And if uh, and if he touches anyone with those tentacles, then someone's going to have to pee on them, right? Exactly.
0: It's going to need a lot of
1: pee. Are you aware of this? Yes. Okay. Everyone said this shit, and I never knew if it was true or not. Luckily, uh, I lived in Hawaii for over four years, and I would see the Portuguese man war on the beach all the time. Like, certain times a year or certain weather patterns would bring them in more than other times. I actually stepped on one with my heel and popped the head part of it, but didn't get the the stingy tentacle part on me at all. I remember hearing this pop and I looked down and there's just fat purple tail of this thing and didn't get me. Uh, But yeah, everyone in Hawaii would say, yeah, you get stung by a man you're going to have to pee on it. Someone, someone has to pee on it because apparently the ammonia in the urine is going to like stop the poison
0: actually all it does is it makes you realize i'm getting peed on i no longer worry about the stinging in my hands i'm getting peed on
1: i have to get out of here now i have to get out of here
0: there's a video i saw very recently where some guy picks up some sea creature some jellyfish that looks so alien it's so big and he picks it up and he's handling it and then you just see his like reaction like he starts itching his arms and then he's like oh it's burning and he throws the thing down but like you idiot why'd you pick that thing up but it's to get so on weird. tiktok yeah i don't think he knew it would sting him that badly i think he probably thought oh it'll just hurt a little bit
1: nope because
0: <laughs> no, no. he looked like he you know he'd been lit on fire
1: yeah it's neurotoxins mm-hmm. it's gonna mess you up for real, yeah, so if you ever go to like I want to say it was uh the aquarium in Atlanta, I think it was Atlanta, uh we saw some beautiful jellyfish, that...
2: yeah, some aquariums they have that like column of water, and they have all the moon jellies,
1: yeah mm. you could walk walk around the column, yeah, be yeah. beautiful, it's super cool, so um, we all watched this, uh-huh. Could we do worse? Yeah. I mean, Robot Monster, clearly. But what is it? Do you have to make an effort to find something worse than this? I, I, no, I, I, I could. I like this movie. I, I
0: like it. this movie. And uh, and uh, I could find probably 100 movies that are worse than this. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, some of them just don't entertain at all. And this does entertain See, that's, you. See,
0: that's the problem. Is <clears throat> if a movie is not entertaining... It it just it's not yeah it's Love not going to work. Thor:
2: Love and Thunder is a worse movie than this. Is.
0: <sighs> yeah, I heard. Well, you <laughs> you gave it the the worst of the year vote, Definitely. and uh, I heard a, a review. I watched a review of some people, and they said the same thing. It was like a lot of tonal whiplash, where they'd go from cancer to you know goofy song and dance yep, yep. bits, and then back to something really dark, and that Christian Bale was. In a different movie, because we were super serious. <laughs> but, uh, you know, the director clearly didn't want to do the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, earlier you mentioned Borat. I heard he, Sasha Baron Cohen, is up for, I've heard both, the director of the Fantastic Four or The Thing. I don't know which is true of any of those.
1: Wow.
2: As I mentioned... When I was talking about Thor, that the new Thor, I think they've torpedoed Fantastic Four already. I don't. Yeah. I still. I think we're we're not going to get a fantastic, good Fantastic Four movie. No. <laughs> this time around either.
0: No. Uh, I think for the Fantastic Four, you should just skip the origin altogether and just have them show up. <laughs> I would have had them personally. I'd have them come out of 1961 from some sort of time tunnel. And they're really stuck in the past. Mm. But we don't have to go through and see them get those powers again. Just
1: Now, before I forget to bring this up, um, one of the actors in this uh, has the same name as one of the Golden Girls. (laughs) Yes. Susan is played by Blanche Devereaux. Uh, The character in the Golden Girls has an extra E in there, Devereaux. But, um, yeah, Blanche Devereaux. Do you think that's where they got her name? Probably. I mean, what, what, I mean, they're
0: in Florida. Maybe it's supposed to be the same character.
1: Mm. That would be interesting. I would
2: explain the jellyfish man in that episode.
0: Yeah. She was dating briefly. Yeah, I remember that one. And then he ended up with uh, uh, the mom, whatever her name was, Sophia, Yeah. at the end, you know.
1: You know, there's an episode where a bunch of Elvis impersonators show up. And one of them is Quentin Tarantino. Really? Yes, 100%. Wow. <laughs> That's something you could probably just Google and see a picture of and not have to watch the episode. But I actually do, once in a while, like watching an episode of Golden Girls. They've got a different set of problems than I do, so it's kind of oh, fun to watch. I guess so. You know? I was
0: never really into that show.
1: Me neither, but once in a while, it's it's on. You don't have any say in turning the channel.
0: Yeah, exactly. I've never seen it. Oh, oh, you're lucky. Yeah. Haven't you Was it I Love Lucy you've never seen either? Never seen it. That's fantastic too.
1: It's the blueprint for literally every sitcom. The
0: first season is actually pretty good if you overlook the fact that they're the the stereotypical fighting couple. You know, like why are they together? They seem to hate one another, but um I don't know it's kind of a darker feeling like, mm. uh, they get a little sillier as it goes on.
1: They invented a lot of tropes though. Oh they, yeah. They really did. So yeah. I, I got to hand it to them, you know, for a lot of these things that we see still being recycled. Like you could look at, sitcoms that came out this year and go oh yeah i
0: think i love lucy did the mirror gag first <laughs> they did <laughs> where she's in the mirror or she closes the mirror and ricky's standing behind her with a knife <laughs> yeah, i remember that she had some explaining to do
1: uh, so uh shall we get to the recommends i guess all right Julian. yes absolutely
0: Yes, I I recommend it as well.
1: Will, okay. Uh, I would say, obviously, you have to uh, know who you're recommending this to. But I think that most horror fans who are looking for something like this, again, could do a lot worse. You know, this looks great. It's silly. It's goofy. It's
0: not three from hell.
1: Right. There's you know a what? worse film. If I had to watch one or the other, I would watch this. Right. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Or 31
0: or yeah. Any of his movies. <laughs> Although if he was attached to a remake of sting of death, I would watch it.
1: Uh where is his werewolves on wheels? But yeah, uh, I think this is something that you just have to, I, I didn't watch the, the curse of Tartu,
0: death curse
1: death curse of tartu i did not watch that but
0: uh not just a curse but a death
1: curse yes uh i I assume it's oh we didn't even talk about the fan boats but i because we talked about them (laughs) on the last show but yeah a whole lot of fan boating going on Uh Mm uh-huh
0: yeah there's there's fan boating going on in the other movie it seems like they were obligated to put in a fan boat because I, I of, talked in the last episode, people were fascinated with fanboats in the yeah. 60s.
1: Yeah, I kinda of wanna go you on thought Channel Ben ride. was
0: about a bear and a kid, but it was really about a fanboat.
1: Yep. <laughs> yeah, we should uh we should make some either buttons or t shirts that say fanboat fan.
0: That's a good one.
1: <clears throat> yeah.
0: Fan boat fan club.
1: Yeah. I got people in Florida. I can I could probably Get an arm of distribution going there. Okay. <clears throat> so, yeah, this is this is a specific audience that, that that can really dig on this. Everyone else would watch it and just be confused, maybe a little upset. Why'd they recommend this?
0: <laughs> well, that's yeah. too bad.
1: Ah, well, can't please some people with movies. No.
2: But so, you find your friends that yeah. way. You know, yeah. if, you, if you lend this to someone and say, I thought this is just rubbish, you say, well, good day, sir. Good day, I say.
0: Yeah, yeah and you don't recommend anything to them again. Never nor do you, to you again. Out?
1: Yeah. That's it. For sure. And, uh, you know, like, I have loaned, uh, you know, Plan 9 or similar movies to people who claim to want to find that kind of stuff. And either it hits or it doesn't.
0: They found it.
1: Yep. Yeah, when we were working together at the art supply store, I, I knew I found some... Uh, some like-minded people. Yeah, <laughs> just a, a couple of short conversations with you too. Yeah, it was. It came up pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah. We we worked with some people who I gotta wonder what kind of crap did they watch. You know,
2: what's the life of someone like who who doesn't like Plan Nine?
0: I can't uh, imagine.
1: I don't know. Or Robot Monster. Or any of these, or Sting of Death, for that matter. As
0: long as it's not boring, you know. Uh, I prefer the bad horror movies to be unintentionally bad. I oh don't, yeah, I don't like them when they're
1: the self-aware you know, crap. Self-aware. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's
0: it's it's a bad movie. We're making it ironically, you know. I want it where the guy, you know, if he wasn't just hacking it out and accepting a paycheck to direct this track. He, he had a real vision that's sort of the best when there's you know a real art auteur comes around and uh, puts it on film yeah and you wonder what what do the what do the aliens in the woods have to do with this guy's life <laughs> he keeps right. making this film
1: <laughs> yeah I, I think there was a sea creature era in uh horror films this was probably kind of on the tail end of that heyday
0: uh, well, this is almost, uh, there's a lot of beats in this, uh, that are redone in, uh, Zat.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. And I
0: think that was about 10 years later. Oh. So.
1: Wow. When everyone
0: else was. People in... were fascinated with, see things. Flipper was on television.
1: Oh, that's true. That was out in the sixties.
0: Yeah. We yeah. just learned about water.
1: Yeah, we got about, what, 10 years where we got Creature from the Black Lagoon movies?
2: Yeah, and you just had the beach party cycle. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Then you just mix the two together Mm -hmm. and you have a perfect movie. Yeah. The Monster of Party Beach. I would watch that any old time. (laughs) Oh, Oh,
0: that's great.
1: Yeah. So... So bad. So we did the recommends. We all recommend it. Of course, I was clear on, you know, I'm not going to just recommend this to my mom. Handing it out to strangers. Yeah. <laughs> next Halloween, we're just going to get a, a bunch of... a kid, want
2: a sting of death. Yeah. They'd be so disappointed when it's a movie.
1: <laughs> right?
0: Oh, that'd be great. I love it. This is the most violent horror movie ever. People were throwing up and passing out. <laughs> right. Sting a
1: death. They were dying from laughter. Yeah. Um, so next time we get together, we're going to talk about Gremlins, the Joe Dante-directed horror question mark didn't we already
0: talk about gremlins Uh, i feel like we talked about it in an earlier episode i
1: think we may have brought it up in a christmas horror
0: yeah yeah that's it
1: but we never focused on the movie itself like by itself so with that being said um shall we call it a show
0: that's a show
1: it's a show listeners thank you for listening jellyfish and they're attacking (laughs) (laughs)